Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Journey to Success Radio Network. My name is Tom Tutal Cunningham. I'm an Napoleon Hill Foundation certified instructor and resiliency expert, helping people to think, speak, and act positively through the challenges of life. Joining me as co-host today on the show is my colleague at TechBlox, Peter Goral. Peter, introduce yourself and tell us a bit about uh, TechBlox. Yes, thanks very much, uh, Tom. Uh, good morning to you. And um, yes, uh, my name is Peter Goral. I'm a Vice President of Business Development and Client Relations here at TechBlox. Um, at TechBlox, we're, we're a hybrid consulting firm utilizing uh, convergence of strategy, creativity, and an agnostic approach to technology. And we help small, medium, and enterprise companies in their efforts to optimize their business in the digital world. And from our perspective, we're really, you know, we're customer-focused. So it's our goal that our clients glean the value of an improved market position and profitability. And uh, thanks for having me on the show again today. Thanks. Our guest today is pretty exciting for me as a Christian. It's Tammy Hines, the president and CEO of Christian Leadership Alliance. Our, our, our guest today is Tammy Heim, President and CEO of Christian Leadership Alliance. Uh, Tammy is uh, Christian Leadership Alliance, sorry, is headquartered in San Clemente, California, and they exist to equip and unite leaders to transform the world for Christ providing Bible-based leadership training and other learning experiences, Christian Leadership Alliances service over 6,200 leaders of nonprofit ministries, churches, educational institutions, and businesses. Tammy's professional career includes executive leadership roles in nonprofit ministry, technology, marketing, publishing, and retail. She served as a partner in the A Group, Brand Development Executive Vice President and Chief Publishing Officer for Thomas Nelson Publishers, one of my favorite, famous favorite publishers, and she was the president of Borders, Inc. Tammy began her professional career with Federated Department Stores, uh, and in her final assignment, she was responsible for leading two of their Midwest divisions. Tammy has a passion for the development of next-generation leaders, and for over 25 years she, have, she has actively mentored students and professionals. Reflecting her commitment to leadership, she has served on the boards of Equip, Lead Like Jesus, Growing Leaders, Christian Alliance for Orphans, and Christianity Today. Welcome to the show, Tammy. Hi, Tom. It's great to be here with you today. Uh, it is exciting to have you on the show as a Bible-believing, church-attending, God-loving Christian. Uh, it is exciting to talk to uh, you today. Tom, did you know something? What? About Tammy today? What the? Oh! That's her birthday. <laughs> Many happy returns. I know I know your your family's already celebrated that with you, but uh, I thought I'd drop that in. <laughs> well, thank you. You know, um, at this point in life, uh, I embrace every one of them, and I'm grateful for when they arrive. Yeah, that's, uh, that's actually a, that's uh, that's actually a nice, uh, refreshing way to take it, uh, because uh, I know that uh, uh, you know myself being a, a mature individual, one one tends to hide from them, but uh, the reality is uh, it's better to celebrate them. That's for sure. Well, thank you. I now, Tammy, that. before we get before we get into Christian Leadership Alliance, tell us a little bit about your new beautiful daughter that you adopted from Haiti. It took quite a while, didn't it? Well, thanks, Tom. Um, yes, it was a three-and-a-half-year journey. Uh, my husband and I started doing mission work in Haiti right after the earthquake in 2010, and our church was very involved in building an orphanage there, um, not in Port-au-Prince, but about 110 miles away. So it just so happened the earthquake occurred right when the orphanage was being completed. And so we changed our strategy, and there were so many um, children left without parents in Port-au-Prince that instead of taking orphans immediately from Jeremy, we took the first 70 
from Port-au-Prince, and we were the first missionary team to go in and be able to care for and love on the children. And it just so happened that my daughter, Sonia, was among the first 70 children that were brought into the orphanage. So I knew her before we um, pursued her um, through the adoption process. So it's been a, a very long three and a half years, but we are thrilled to have her home. That must be uh, exciting to have. Must be exciting to have a new baby in the home again. <laughs> well, she's actually seven, eight years old. Um, oh, we're actually gonna, wow. Yeah, we're actually going to verify her age because sometimes in Haiti it's difficult to have accurate records. Um, right. But next week and she starts school. Wow, that is exciting. And uh, wow, a nice, uh, nice uh, thing for you, and a nice new challenge, a little bit as well too. So congratulations. So now, talk a little bit about. Uh, tell us a bit about Christian Leadership Alliance (CLA). Oh, sure, I would love to. Um, first of all, Christian Leadership Alliance is an alliance of um, Christian nonprofit ministries. We have churches, we have educational institutions, and we have businesses that are part of the alliance. Um, We exist for the alliance's benefit, so it's an alliance by the people for the people. Um, We unite leaders, we train them, we equip them um, in the principles of running the ministry. You know, our goal is um, that we will advance their ability to transform the world for Christ. So we work diligently in eight core areas, giving them a foundation, a good solid business foundation, if you will, um, so that they can do more ministry. So we teach them to be good stewards of the resources that they receive um, so that they can have greater kingdom impact. Nice. I love it. And I wondered where the word alliance came from, so I'm glad you uh, clarified that. Well, you know, a lot of our, Tom, I was just going to say, a lot of our members are um, organizations that would be very familiar to people like World Vision, Compassion International, the Salvation Army. Um, Many colleges have heard of Campus Crusade for Christ, now called CREW, the Navigators. So we serve large ones, but we also serve a lot of smaller orphan care, pregnancy crisis centers, gospel rescue missions. So there's a wide variety, and then we also have um, organizations like Bible Translators, the American Bible Society, Biblica. So it's it's very diverse, but the thing that makes us alliance is this deep passion and desire to reach the world for Christ. Well, you mentioned, too, that I give money to monthly. Uh, Campus Crusade for Christ in Canada is called The Power to Change Now. And World Vision, okay. I love World. I love World Vision. My sister works there. About ten people from church work there, and uh, I think I have a, well, I have a bunch of World Vision kids. It's almost like half a village now. I got my fridge full of pictures of World Vision kids. So those are two amazing organizations uh, that are part of your alliance. So wow, those are big names for sure. Peter, you must have a question or two. You're the one who introduced me to ten. <laughs> I, I do. I, I'm actually, um, you know, we've been talking to a, a, a many leaders over the past weeks, and there's always been a story behind, behind what you know, what and when. You know, that moment in their life when they did, when they decided, you know, that this this was their, this you know, this was their real purpose in life, or you know, when the when their life actually changed. You grew up. Uh, and actually, much like I did, uh, with a, a, a strong retail operations background, and and there obviously came a moment where you decided, you know, that you were going to break uh, break into this uh, into this new, what shall we say, moment or era of your of your life. I mean, could you tell us a little bit about that? I guess awakening. Well, you know, Peter, I would say that it was more of just God's divine transition throughout life. Um, You're right. I spent 22 years with federated department stores, probably received the best executive leadership training in my entire career. Um, They were extremely dedicated to that. And I think it was this natural thing in me that was, you know, this thing that's wired in all of us, but in me it was this desire to serve. 
So in retail, I had the opportunity to begin to understand people's needs and then service them. And then in the department store space, he becomes such a great generalist. And since I was running divisions of federated department stores, you know, I, I had to wear all the many hats. So that was like ground one of equipping. Um, it was mm-hmm. difficult. I never thought I would leave federated. When I went to borders, all of a sudden this taking care of um, people's needs took on a higher level because now I was dealing in product and content that transformed people's minds and their hearts and Fed their, fed their stomachs. Um, if you think about uh, books and music and movies, they're, they're very emotive. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, there's a transformation that takes place. I bet that there's a song that comes on the radio that immediately transports you back to a moment in time. And when you hear it, it's as if you are right there in that moment of time. Am I right? Correct, 100%. So, <laughs> so I think that was where it was like, gee, there's ways that you can serve people with transformational products. Then after leaving Borders, I went into Thomas Nelson. And all of a sudden, and that was a big switch because now I was going into the space, still for profit, but it was emotive, it was transformational, but it had an eternal consequence. And so that was the next step. And then the digital world hit, and I know you are an expert in that space. I left Thomas Nelson because digital publishing, the Internet, everything was happening, and I went to really immerse myself. And so I was a brand development technology partner in a firm that served Christian um, churches and authors and content. And there I had the appreciation of the time in which we live and that with technology, we have this new means to communicate around the world. That led me, after two years of immersion, I learned I wasn't a consultant. I was, I was more wired to lead than to mm-hmm. consult. And that took me to Christian Leadership Alliance. And when I look back, it's three decades of leadership training in business, understanding the transformational power of content with eternal consequence, and now the ability to equip the leaders of organizations that really serve the Great Commission. So when you say that moment when you step back, it's when I spoke to Christian Leadership Alliance, I was sitting with the board and I realized that everything that had come before was in preparation for what God had called me to do today. Yeah, no question. That's fantastic. You know, uh, our listeners are generally um, – well, we have a, a wide a wide audience, and and uh, we do have leaders like yourself listening in, and and you know they always have questions themselves about you know what do I do and and what do I choose and and you know by virtue of technology, I play a very agnostic uh, role, or or we play an agnostic role here at, at Tech Blocks, and so we're we're really open concept on that. But uh, wherever possible, I always try to get somebody else's opinion about uh, what technology has done uh, for them. My question to you is, how has technology influenced the learning experiences that you provide for the uh, Christian Leaders uh, uh, Alliance? Well, I think we, I mean, I know we live in a time where um, time is precious, there are great demands on people, and so more than ever, we have to be able to deliver educational, inspirational, and and informational uh, content how and when people need and want to receive it. And technology just busts open the door for that. So at Christian Leadership Alliance, when we have great learning and understanding, biblically based and highly, we think how are all the different ways that we can distribute this content. So, for instance, we have an annual conference. We have 350 hours of learning. Um, There's about 1,500 to 2,000 top leaders of ministries around the world that go to that conference. Now, in a class, there may only be 50 people in an individual class. But for me, it's how do I leverage that 90 minutes of learning experience? So by taping and recording and creating digital content, we now can make that available through webcasts. We can um, repurpose that content on CLA TV, our 24-hour e-station 
um, that's both Internet TV and radio. So there's multiple ways to take an inspired and important message and make it known, and that's what I love about technology. Um, it's great content, and then it's just clicking through the list of all of the different ways it can be repurposed to reach the hearts of men and women. Excellent. I love it. Now, Tammy, uh, uh, I'm a fan of Robin Sharma, who's a Canadian right here in Toronto. He's a leadership expert, and he talks about, and many people talk about, you can be a leader even if you're not a president and CEO. Uh, You can be a leader even outside of business. And so do you mainly focus on business leaders, or are you talking about leadership in life, whether it's in your church, in your ministry, in your business, in your family? Uh, what is the main focus of what you guys do? Well, if we go back to the premise, I mean, part of our you know vision is that we want to see a world where people steward all aspects of their life with Christ and God-honoring excellence. So God doesn't say, I want a part of you. He says, I want all of you. And it's a whole mind, and it's a whole heart, and it's a whole soul, and it's all of our strength. So we are very much aware of the soul care of a leader in all areas of their life. For instance, if you go to CLA TV, we have a specific channel that's leadership. But we also have one that teaches Bible principle. We teach we teach. Um, uh, there's another channel that goes into deeper life, which are other aspects, you know, marriage, family, parenting. Um, really, we think about the whole leader. Now, we specialize and we focus specifically within the alliance on the business practices, but it's never absent those other things because we know the well-being is important and the whole leader is important. Um, And we also direct people to resources where they can get the additional support they need in those other areas. Um, And I agree with you that leadership, we often get hung up thinking, well, leadership is this position, but really it's a calling on our life and it's influence. I mean, if you think about it right now, um, you know, you just asked about my daughter. There's probably no more sacred trust that God has given me in this world than her life. And every day I will be influencing her from a life role leadership position. And I'm called to pass on values and um, love. This will be a relationship of great sacrifice and it's enduring and it will probably have a greater internal impact on her than even my positional leadership today and people are not quick to claim the fact that wherever I am I'm influencing the thinking the behavior and the development of another human being and it is a stewardship and it is a Mm -hmm. calling and it's part of our Christian mandate uh, you're speaking to the choir here because uh, Peter has five kids. Well, there you go. And I'm sure that they're leading you, Peter, and influencing you every single well, day. They are, actually. And uh, uh, it, it, it's amazing, actually, to see sometimes your own lessons come back to bite you. <laughs> yes, yes. I know that well because, um, interestingly enough, I also have a 29-year-old daughter and two grandsons. Uh-huh. So I'm watching myself be repeated through her life. No, oh, yeah, I'm there. I'm there oh, yeah. with. I'm there with you too. That's for sure. Yeah. That's for sure. It's really good. Um, how? I mean, when I when you look at the experiences that you're 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 putting, you know, you're offering your leaders. How do you actually prioritize those experiences that you make available? Is there a is there a set criteria or curriculum, or you know, are there ABCs associated with this? Do you make sure that they're, you know, they've gone through, uh, you know, sort of boot camp as it were before before elevating them to the next level? I mean, is it really structured like that? Well, we are so blessed in that we have an amazing board of directors and many of those board directors are leaders of different ministries and educational institutions so we have people that are wired to think about training and development Um, I have an advisory council and for each of the eight categories that we cover um, I have a representative on that council that comes from the marketplace in that area and then someone within a ministry that is a practitioner in that same area So I'm constantly getting feedback from leaders 
and then um, we survey, we assess all of our people, and then when something emerges, um, we do research and we do development on it, and we validate that it is indeed a felt need and that this is something that um, our members would welcome and they desire and they want. And sometimes they don't even know that they want it until we begin to have that conversation with them. So there's a process, but we're always thinking about, you know, when I mentioned time is so precious, um, the solution that says, what's that learning experience that I can do annually? What can I do quarterly to strengthen you know, my leadership, invest in myself? What happens monthly? What happens weekly? And then now with CLA TV, um, we provide leadership content 24-7. So mm-hmm. how do we make it available when people can get it? And then there's various ways that people like to learn, some like the Fellowship of Community, some like to be online. They like to go at their own pace. Some like to um, just listen. Some are visual. In fact, now I think 53%, and Peter, you're probably better with this number, 53% of the people are no longer watching TV. They're watching video content through the Internet. Totally. So yeah. we're, we're seeing this major shift. And um, we know human interaction is so important, so we have peer advisory groups. We just launched a mentoring network which will allow us to connect leaders around a specific need with expert leaders within the alliance so that they can engage in six months and get for a six-month engagement and really focus on a development area for that leader. And I'm sure, you know, Peter, Tom, you would not be in the positions that you are today. I know I wouldn't be if I did not have someone speaking into my life and candidly seeing God's potential in me beyond what I could see myself. The mentoring is the most impactful, powerful new leadership learning experience that we're going to be able to offer the leaders within the alliance. So it's, it's wow. really thinking about all the needs and all the ways that people can continue to grow. Mm-hmm. I love it, and I totally agree. And you may have noticed that I was like probably one of the very first people to sign up as a mentor uh, for your new program, my mentor, Brad Zollis. Uh, to get a good mentor, you need one who can kick your butt and keep you honest and not always just be your buddy. And so my mentor does, uh, he bothers me sometimes with the things I know I should do. And so it's so important to have that mentor. And it's a different relationship than a friend. And Peter and I are involved in another mentoring organization here in Canada, uh, called 10,000 Coffees, and Peter loves mentoring young people. When he comes back from mentoring a young person, he looks like he's 40 years younger himself. I think he walks a little faster, and he looks a little younger, and so it is so important. So talk a little bit about this uh, new mentoring uh, program that you have, because I'm very excited about it, and that is where you can make apostles, you can make leaders, and you can really make the future generation, uh, you, know, you can really build and equip the future generation of leaders that are coming up. Well, first of all, thank you. I am so excited that you are both involved. In fact, when you go back and um, we we did interviews with all of um, the individuals that said, yes, I'm willing to give of my time to invest in another leader, the list is so stellar. Um, and it was humbling to see uh, men and women in the positions that they are willing to say, I really want to do this. I want to reach out of my own organization and touch someone in another place and just be part of transferring the wisdom and the experience that I've learned into someone else. Um, The idea of mentoring came up, really it was almost two years ago, we had a board off-site and we just started talking about really what were the leadership experiences that were most transformational to us. And to a person, it came back to the idea of mentoring. And I had been very involved with professional mentoring. Um, I served as a mentor uh, with Mentium out of Detroit when I was with Borders Group. And basically, leaders in areas would give and offer their time. And then companies like Ford Motor Company, um, Piggly Wiggly, Circuit City, these these large businesses then would pay to have, um, you know, their up-and-coming executives mentored by CEOs and other organizations. So I saw the power of this happening. And then when I thought about it, it was like, well, of 
course that makes sense in the Christian community. So, again, foundationally, we started with the eight core areas and um, went through each one of them, and we surveyed our membership, and we asked them, all right, in this particular area, what would be the kinds of areas that you would want to be mentored on? So the listing that we use is really from the feedback of the alliance itself. And mentors come in, they they give their profile of where they feel like they can add the most value to someone's life. The mentee comes in and completes the process. Then we do training online because a lot of people um, mentor, but they've never been trained to mentor. Um, or they've had a mentor and they really never understood how to maximize that experience. So now within the tool itself, once you're on the platform, we have video, we have downloads, so that anyone that goes onto the system can maximize their mentoring experience. And then it's not just for this moment. All of a sudden now they are getting the skills they need to be more effective mentors and mentees in all areas of their life, not just within this platform. We look at six-month engagement because, um, you know, uh, there, there needs to be that hard beginning and end. Um, we guide people through the experience so that they can set real goals and really identify the true outcomes that they want to achieve. And then it's set up in a in a very easy way. I mean, the, the mentor and the mentee, you know, decide what format they want to use, whether they want to do it on Skype or they want to do conference calls. In some cases, they may want to meet. Um, it just depends on the location. That's not a factor. I mean, we're really looking for who's the best person to meet the needs. And um, then they begin their experience, and then at the end of six months, it's completed. And then we survey throughout. We have relationship managers that monitor monitor the feedback and how the relationship's going. And it just so happens we were blessed to get software that's currently used in the marketplace. So the fee to be a mentee is only $450 for a six-month engagement, and in the marketplace, that would command as much as $6,000 to use this technology and to use this platform. But, you know, because we're ministry, we just want to cover the core fees that we need to do, and we want to advance the ministry and the development of Christian leaders. Yeah, this, that's that's absolutely fantastic. Um, TechBlocks actually is is in the throes of working with a large global um, manufacturing organization that you know just has uh, reach everywhere in the globe, and they decided, um, courtesy of some of the uh, conversations that we've had, the consulting strategic conversations that we've had, mm-hmm. that you know how brilliant it would be to put the strength of the organization and and the leadership and the design capacity in in one room as it were and so we're looking at facilitating the opportunity for them to share content and to share ideas as if they were in that same room and of course courtesy of the internet and the collaborative tools that are out there today, um, that's not as difficult as as as, as one uh, would think. The one hurdle that you need to get past is the learning to change and the learning to adopt uh, new technologies of that to get that job done. And... I see in your organization, I mean, let's face it, you're, uh, uh, sounds like a, still a very traditional um, sort of business model, but you've obviously had to embrace, in order to fulfill some of the uh, goals that you have, you've obviously had to embrace that technology. Um, and I know that our listeners are wondering, how did how did this person put this together? How did this this organization uh, enable itself. Um, can you can you talk a little? I'm not suggesting for a minute that you do you give names and 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 titles of software and things like that, but just the methodology and the things that you're adopting and the things that you're looking to in the future in that space to 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 make your you know your goals a reality. Well, you know, that's a great question, and it's one that we see ministries wrestling with. I would say that 
um, <clears throat> a lot of churches are good at picking up technology, but they are more about facilitating things that are happening in the church and not as outwardly focused as they right. could be. Um, so, and of course, if we're talking about excellence in a space, we have to we have to model um, what it is that you know we're teaching other ministries to do. And for us, it really began with looking at our digital footprint. I mean, we're an alliance, so it's not as if we're a building that you go to. And in this day and age, uh, your digital footprint is really everything. I mean, if people are searching mm-hmm. and they're looking for you, they need to be able to find everything, and it needs to be a compelling experience. And it's no different than the time that I used to spend when we were designing a border store. And we're thinking right. about what's the look, what's the feel. And there are three things that have to be present in a experience. First of all, it has to be easy. Um, so when someone comes in, uh, they can't be overwhelmed. It can't be too noisy. They have to be able to go in and find their way around. And then if they need help, it needs to be quick. There needs to be this willingness um, from the site that they're viewing to say, if you need help, if you have questions, this is where you go. If you need some additional form of interaction, it needs to be there. And then you have to be able to find the information you need to make the decision, whether that's joining, whether that's purchasing, whatever it is. If those three things are evident, then people walk away with a satisfying experience. They may not purchase or they may not engage in that moment, but they walk away with the thought and the promise that they will definitely go back. Mm-hmm. So we had to establish a digital footprint for Christian Leadership Alliance, and our goal was to ensure that anyone who wanted to know anything about Christian Leadership Alliance, my goal was that I could send them the link, and the link would tell them the story. Right. And they would be able to reference everything. So for me... Um, Getting the story in a logical, easy way was um, an important priority. Um, that we linked to the important, the important places and all the right places was an important priority. And the fact that it was viral, because we live in a, you know, a social media world, I wanted to make sure that I could also market. A perfect example of this, Peter, is a couple of years ago they had uh, Giving Tuesday, mm-hmm. which um, nonprofits you know, tell their stories and do that. Well, right. it came up on us, and I was like, all right, well, um, we're not going to build anything special. We have a donation page, and all I need to do is hit the share button. And boom. All of a sudden, we were right there. We were in the stream. We were part of it. Right. We had a surprise and delight at people that discovered us and thought, well, I didn't even realize that we could donate to Christian Leadership Alliance like I could other types of ministries. But if we hadn't made this Every page of this site viral, we could have never done that. Yeah. Um, and so it's it's really thinking this through. And for us, I mean, you said it um, a little bit more traditional. We're not about what's the edgiest looking thing that's out there. We're really about what's easy, what's accessible, how can people get information, and getting people comfortable with technology yet still being dynamic. Yes. And fresh. Yeah. That's a fabulous example. And, you know, you you literally have, you know, sort of validated some of the things that, that, you know, that uh, we stand for and evangelize every day in business. And and, and I'm I'm happy that you're able to share that because our, you know, I, I know that members of our audience, you know, they're challenged with how, you know, how much of it do I adopt and, you know, and should I go all in and, you know, um, what are the, you know, what are the challenges and the, you know, the, and, and the issues that I'm going to come across? I mean, there's always, there's always going to be something, you know, with re- with regard, you know, with regard to making yourself public, because when you do go public, you you are open to, you know, uh, people who don't particularly like what you're saying, don't particularly like what you're doing. Um, was there any? Was there ever any? Um, uh, what shall we say, uh, aversion to making yourself as public on 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 the pl- on your platform, you know, uh, from any members of your uh, of your team, and how did you overcome those uh, challenges? Well, I don't think there was ever. I mean, there's never a, an aversion to broadcasting a message and making it known, right? I mean, right. Um, 
you know, you, you want to reach as many people as you possibly can. And when you're in that ministry space, um, that is a very high priority. So I never got a version there. I will say um, resistance to I have to learn a new technology is mm-hmm. was a little bit of what happened. But here's the thing, Peter. Um, people are spending 110 billion minutes a month online. And they're adopting to all of these new platforms, and it's becoming so intuitive. And candidly, the back end of our website is easier and almost more elegant than the front side. So um, when I was in technology development and we were working on this, we always said, how can we make, um, for instance, a website so easy that an admin who's never been on the web before could step in and do what needed to be done? Right. So today, it doesn't have to be complicated. In fact, um, anyone that's working with um, you know, a web designer or provider and they can't get into their own back end to update and keep their content current is really in old school now. Correct. Um, I mean, designers today are enabling the users to go in and to do what needs to be done. And when I came to Christian Leadership Alliance... We had someone that if there was a comma that was out of line, we had to call someone and put it in the key yeah. line. So I will say we went through a crash course in doing that. Now, because of the vision and because of the passion of my team, that far superseded any concern or obstacle. Once they understood what this would enable and what this would make possible in terms of educating and training leaders, they said, we're all in. And um, now I feel like I have a team of many geeks. Yes. Um, yes. They, <laughs> they love learning something new. They love going in. And then there's that immediate feedback because you can go in the back end, you can do something, you hit a publish button, and, you know, voila, there it is. Yeah, no, it's absolutely perfect. I mean, it is It is actually as, uh, it, it's as easy as Facebook these days, right? I mean, you know, uh, and 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 I don't think anybody's ever. Uh, uh, I don't think any anybody's ever. Uh, what shall we say? Um, gone, you know, gone crazy about uh, not being able to uh, put in a picture and share a comment. Right. As, and it's and it is as simple as that today. You know, and I, and I, you it know, is. I'm I'm constantly in front of individuals who. I'm, I try to make keep it as simple as that, you know. And they don't realize uh, they don't realize that they can actually run their business by making themselves the center of their universe, and that you know that people will come to them if if in fact that uh, they design it so that they're open and yeah. uh, you know and and every and that their applicable content is being uh, is being shared properly. So. Hey, I'm I'm great uh, grateful for your uh, insight uh, from uh, from your organization's perspective because I I'm sure that uh, uh, some of our audience uh, that that message has uh, resonated really well. Thanks very much for that. I appreciate it. Tammy, you must also uh, and you and with social media, Google Analytics and all that now it must be fairly easy for you and for it is fairly easy for businesses and all the content you put out to see what resonates with people. Wow, this video had a lot of watches. This blog post, wow, people really commented and shared and liked this one. And so it must be very important for you not only to put out great content, but to be able to analyze it after and say, wow, looks like our market has really tuned into this topic and that topic, and that must really help you create more content because you can really analyze what's really uh, of interest to your marketplace. Well, you know, it, it's interesting you'd say that because there's a combination of all the analytics that you have and then, you know, the real-life exchange. You know, for instance, at the conference you know, I talked about, you know, trying to repurpose content. Um, we have people do an evaluation of every one of the workshops. And then at the end of the conference, we can see what the highest rated presenters were, what the content was. Um, We repurposed the very best, and we created an encore series in our webcast 
So we take what may have been presented to 50 to 100 people, and then we put it on a platform. And it was interesting because it was proven content, to your point. We knew what really stuck. Purpose that we saw an 84% increase in our webcast attendance. And so now we can take something that may be taught in a classroom to a smaller group, and now 15,000 people watch it. (laughs) And they come back. That is the best way to do it, yeah. Because we know it's the best of the best. Right. And you, you know, when you're an organization that really pushes for Christ honoring excellence, um, you want to find the ways that you can make the best of what's available known. Right, and that's exactly how you do it, is you get feedback, 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 what did you like, dislike, and now that helps you with the next content you make, and then when you put it online, as you said, now 15,000 people are looking at it. Can I ask you, I want to ask you something that I want to learn, because I'm thinking of it myself. Tell me about Christian Leadership Alliance TV. How do you set it up? Is it on YouTube? Do you have a special production studio? Uh, tell me about a, bit, a little bit about your CLA TV show because I'm thinking of trying to do the same thing. Well, CLA TV, first of all, it's Internet television, so it's programmed. Um, YouTube, uh, if you go out, there's just a whole menu of video and that you sort through it. So for us, CLA TV becomes a point that we can curate um, desirable content that we know that's going to be relevant um, to our people. I mean, we we become that selector and that filter. Um, I'll digress just a minute back to the time when I was in the bookstores. We really understood, you know, what brought people into the store, and it was interesting. Eighty-nine percent of the people that walked into a a superstore, a book superstore, came in because there were so many titles. You know, there were 250 titles to choose from. 75% came in, had no idea what title they wanted. Now think about that. 75% had no idea. But they all wanted direction on what titles were most popular. So people have a need. They want to know that there's a lot of options, but then they look to experts to target and focus them on what's really important. And that's what CLA TV does. We go out and we find the best content that we know is relevant to our members, and it's set up and we program it. So everything on the stations um, get programmed, um, and usually there's an eight-hour block, and then they run continuously. Then people have the option to watch it in real time, or they can scroll back to anything that has, Um, run before the current hour that they're in, and then they can watch it. Um, Everything that's on there is viral. So if I'm watching a program on CLA TV, I can send it to Twitter. I can send it to Facebook. I can share it immediately with a friend. And then when they open that link, it will take them back to that exact programming. Um, Again, we switch it up every week. Um, We have content from the Lausanne Movement, from Biola University, from Azusa Pacific, from Campus Crusade for Christ, from Growing Leaders, Lead Like Jesus. Um, We have our own content featured on there. So, again, through viewership, we see the programming that really sticks. The other thing I love about the e-station format is, besides the fact that it's viral, is that in all of the channel selections, there's drop-downs. So if I'm watching a program and I want more information or I want to learn more about that program, then it can all be hyperlinked. So you immediately can direct people to more resources. Um, we are connected with the Version Bible. So at the top, if you click on the button, and let's say there's someone speaking and you don't have your Bible handy, you can go and click down and get the Version Bible, look at the translation you want, and right there on the e-station you can follow along with what's happening. Um, we're connected to Groundwire and Need Him. So if I'm watching this, and again, this is Christian content, and I'm convicted, I feel like I have a spiritual issue that I need to deal with, we provide online chat in 53 languages. So it's dynamic, um, it's evangelistic, it's educational, 
and we just make it as easy as possible to find content that we believe um, has gone through the filter of Christian Leadership Alliance and is really relevant for leaders today. How do you provide uh, langu- 53 languages? Well, it's through our connection with Need Him and Groundwire. So okay. they provide that I had not heard of them. Well, Christian Leadership Alliance is all about collaboration. I mean, we never do anything that um, where we're creating our own proprietary content. What we're doing is we're pulling from the wisdom and from the expertise within the alliance to create the experiences that serve the alliance. So it's, you know, by the people, for the people. And, That's um, interesting. Yeah, people give willingly of their time because they believe um, that God is bigger than just the ministry they're called to. And, and did you bring... Yeah, sorry. Sorry. Were you going to say, did I bring that to the alliance? I was going to say, did you bring that to the table there? I'm, I'm just thinking about your 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 past history associated with, you know, uh, putting uh, suppliers, retailers, and consumers together. I mean, because that's like kind of like a natural fit uh, to that, uh, you know, to that well, skill set. I, I would say it was a it is a natural fit. You're right about that. Um, probably what I brought to CLA was more of the technology understanding just from my experience in publishing and then actually working in branding in a tech firm. But it's very much part of the DNA. In fact, um, CLA is going to be 40 years old in 2016. In March of 1976 was the first CLA meeting, and it came from this idea that's very much aligned with what I just articulated where Ted Engstrom was the CEO of World Vision International, and he knew that they needed uh, just a better financial structure to help facilitate the growth they were having. So he hired two um, young accountants from Ernst & Young, and they came on board and they looked it over, and if you could imagine that conversation, I mean, here they're working at Ernst & Young, they go into this, at the time, a much smaller ministry, and they're like, um if you let us do what we know how to do, we think we could make things a lot better. And, of course, Ted's like, well, that's what I brought you in to do, so do it. And they re-set up the disciplines and the reporting and just how they were measuring and monitoring monitoring and being accountable with their financial resources. It was transformational for World Vision. And Ted was so blown away by it. He said, listen, what you've done for us you need to go and do for other ministries. And he really charged them to go out and create what is today Christian Leadership Alliance. Mm -hmm. And in 1976, 20 CFOs from different ministries got together and they just began to educate and share their best practices, the things that they knew, and they surrendered, um, you know, their time and their trade secrets to really advance the kingdom because they believe in a God of abundance and the need that is far greater than any one ministry could satisfy. Yeah, and you could actually say that you could actually say that about any business or organization. It means you know some some folks that we've spoken to recently, you know, ta- have talked about the fact that you know so many people are keeping keeping this kind of island type type approach to their business and not sharing anything and by virtue of not sharing or not growing you know right. and uh we're we're huge proponents of that here at tech blocks i mean uh, i think it seems to me to be the sweet spot that uh i think people an- anticipate today you know because even as as a consumer of whether it's content or product or services, I, I'm anticipating I'm, uh, that you're going to tell me everything I possibly want to know about your organization, and on top of that, tell me how I can access it, and if I can't access it through you, do you have a partner in a region that's maybe franchised by virtue of you know, a, a blessing that, you know, of, of having gone through um, a you know, development program with, you know, an organization like your own, you know, to, to get to that, to get to that uh, content and to be informed and to, you know, and to be uh, offered that same experience. 
when I think about where we are in business today, I mean, China's next door for me. Yes. India's next mm-hmm. door. You know, we have an operation in India, you know, that we rely on so heavily uh, in our offshore team. We have 120 people there in Ahmedabad. In fact, uh, you know, two of, our pe- two of our leaders are actually over there right now uh, uh, rebuilding for our strategy for 2015 and, and, and expanding that footprint. And it's so important for us to be able to work those things together as if they were here in that same room. So, I mean, kudos to your organization for having the uh, sort of foresight, you know, to to put that together. It's really, really great to to hear the example that you offer there. And I'm I'm sure that the the listeners, no matter what industry that they're in, uh, you know, have been given the benefit uh, you know of of your opinion and and see that it really does work if they you know sort of put their mind to it. Tom, I think we're probably coming to the top of the top of our time limit, uh, so uh, don't want to hog the uh, hog this uh, this floor anymore. Perhaps uh, you have uh, something uh, final uh, final question or something for Tammy. Well, I just wanted to thank you, Tammy, and we'll we'll try and get you off before uh, your daughter awakes and uh, you have to get back to being a mother. Uh, One thing I really got out of this a lot is you talked about uh, collaboration, and collaboration is one of the keys that most of the businesses that we deal with at TechBlocks are interested in collaboration between employees, collaboration with their prospects, with their customers, with other businesses in their field. And so uh, you really, really are uh, mastering that collaboration with your audience and with your alliance and with Christian leaders. And so uh, I really appreciate that. I'm going to be paying a lot of attention to you. And just today I'm going to send you send an email to my pastor uh, with your link and some details about you uh, because I think more churches need to be involved with, with what you're doing and gleaning some education from you about how that how they can get out into the community. As you said, a lot of times they're focused on uh, their own congregation, but they're not out in leadership in the community. And I think that's where a lot of these collaboration tools that you're working on can really help people. So thank you for being with us uh, today. I appreciate it so much. Congratulations on bringing your daughter home, and uh, uh, what a great opportunity that is for you. And keep up the amazing work at Christian Leadership Alliance uh, uh, as a Christian. Uh, I really, really understand the value and the importance of what you do. Well, thanks, Tom and Peter. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to spend time with people who share the same soapbox, and uh, I appreciate the great work that you're doing and um, how through Blog Talk Radio you're connecting leaders all around the world and just sharing great ideas. So just thank you for being faithful to do what you've been called to do. Or maybe I'll be on a TV show soon because uh, I'm learning from you how to set up a TV uh, journey to success TV as well. So thanks so much, Tammy. Have yourself an an amazing day and an amazing 2015. Thank you. Thanks, Tammy. Take care. Bye. Bye -bye. Take care. Bye. Bye.